Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Moments That Made Me with me, your host, Roxy Nafusi. This week, I am sitting down with the absolutely wonderful Rianne Stevenson. Rianne is an ex-athlete, nutritionist, naturopath, and the founder of Cycle London, London's premier boutique fitness studio. Cycle launched in 2014 and over the years has grown to five sites, seeing more than 11,000 people per week enter its doors. After seven years as CEO, Rianne has recently left Cycle and founded Arta, a health and wellness brand offering transformative health retreats in Spain, which I have been to, and soon to be offering functional medicine and nutrition programs in London. I cannot wait to sit down and hear her three defining moments. Rianne, hello, and thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Roxy. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I have been a fan of <laughs> yours for close to a decade, I would say. Oh, Whenever no. Cycle first, first, first opened, I remember yeah. my friend Ben Pawson being like, you have to come to the spin class, and everybody told me about you, and you, and I would see you around, and I was kind of in awe of you. You just had this crazy energy and charisma and people just seem to gravitate towards you. And you have this like community and family that I've actually never seen anywhere before. It's quite remarkable. So I'm really excited to hear about your three moments. Oh, great, great. Yeah, no, Cycle's just been wild. The thing that I was most... um hesitant about when we launched was I didn't think that people would be as into the community here just because mind you that this was seven years ago so fitness was still quite taboo like people didn't think it was positive they they associate it with only kind of your body and and torturing yourself to lose weight so I didn't think people would be as excited as they were so that was probably the most surprising and the most fulfilling thing that's happened out of cycle for sure. I love that. So let's go straight in to your first defining moment. Yes. Um, so this one for me was super easy because um, it's the thing that's basically shaped my entire world in terms of what I do for work and my my purpose and kind of my 
mission. And this is when, when I was when I was 18, I found out that I had an allergy to the protein in milk. So I found out that I had an allergy to casein and whey. And so for 10 years, I had just been the most sickly kid ever. I had no energy. I had migraines once a month. I had gut problems. Um, I had skin problems. I had sinus infections and you name it, I had it. And, and I was known as just kind of the fragile, sickly child with, with, no energy. Um, my, my mom had taken me to specialists. So I had seen a neurologist, a gastroenterologist. I'd done the rounds and nobody could find a pathological cause of why I was so ill. And finally, kind of a, after I had seen some specialists for years, they referred me to, to a psychiatrist and they said that I probably just didn't like going to school. And I was like, no, 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 I love school. It, it's not that because I was also quite a nerd. Um, <laughs> and so we just, we, we resigned to the fact that I was just kind of like a, a sick kid and my constitution was bad. Um, so everything was hard for me until about the age of 18, my mom's friend had gone to a naturopathic doctor, which back then it was just starting to become popular. And my mom thought, we'll give it a go. So I went there and they did some some blood tests and I found out just within the first few weeks that I had this allergy. So I cut it out and my whole life, it transformed within six months. I didn't have headaches. I woke up with energy. I lost about 25 pounds, not from doing anything, just from swapping out the food that I ate. And it really inspired me because I learned at a very young age that the food you eat can change your life. It can change your attitude and the things that, that change your attitude, they, they affect how you live your entire life. So, I mean, that for me was for sure the biggest moment of my life because then I went into nutrition, to naturopathic medicine, to functional medicine, and it just shaped my entire work world. That is incredible and such a great moment. But you learned it at, did you say you were 18 when you found yeah. out? Yeah, I was 18. And that's kind of crazy because at 18, most of us are sort of just about to go to university, partying, mm -hmm. eating what we want. We're not thinking about those things at all um, and really not taking care of our body. And back then, I mean, wellness is still relatively new. So compared to your peers at the time, were you were you quite on your own on this wellness journey? Oh yeah, for sure. So firstly, I was an athlete, so I used to swim. And what I found was I just wasn't as robust as my teammates. So when it would take them a few hours to recovery, uh, or sorry, to recover from a, a meet, it would take me days. Um, I had to nap in the, the day to get through the school day. So although I was healthier because I did more fitness, um, I, I was always kind of the odd one out because I couldn't really do what the what my what my teammates they could do. And then when I um, when I finally found out that I had the allergy and I cut out the proteins, I went from placing like I'm 28th at swim meets first and I just felt on fire. Wow. So it was just such a transformation that people actually thought that I was doing something mad because 
I transformed physically. I transformed mentally. My energy changed. Um, so it really was just like a complete like, 180 to what I was like. Oh, I love that. And I'm yeah. so with you. I think there is actually, we do, I mean, obviously more, it's becoming more, people are more aware of it now, but generally speaking, food and diet has always been related to weight loss, exactly. um, but it, not actually about and how fitness. we feel. Yeah, exactly. But actually it's so closely linked to your mental health, like you say, and um, just your overall energy. And, you know, I always say, I really think you can eat yourself happy. Um so I'm so glad that you've had this as a moment because we haven't really spoken about nutrition much on the um, podcast at all, which is kind of mad because I am so obsessed well, yeah, with nutrition. I know. <laughs> it's definitely your thing. <laughs> yeah, and I never talk about it really. So I'm so, um, so glad that you, that you brought that up. And you must have just really felt this absolute new lease of life. I can't even imagine how empowering and enlightening that must have felt for you. I felt like a rock star, which is so strange because it it was all within my own head. But I literally went from being like, I couldn't get through one day without having to nap or have a headache or have my gut flare up to being like having endless amounts of energy. And I just felt like I was high. Um, and the reason I think I, 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 I was so lucky for that to happen at a young age is because one of the things that meant for me is that I've never had a hard time saying no to food that makes me feel bad. I've never had a hard time um, to understand that actually the food I eat is going to um, kind of really make me feel a certain way. Whereas so many people, especially females, they, they can battle with that their whole life. And, um, for me, just because I, I felt it at such a young age, I've never had a hard time with it because I know that the, the food has that power. But when you aren't taught that, when you don't feel that it takes years, it takes years to find out, actually, it's not just about weight. It's about how you feel. And I, and that's why I'm so thankful that that happened. Yeah, incredible. Oh, you, you've inspired me to want to talk about this more because, and it's such, and you are like a perfect example of someone that just used nutrition and to change your life, having been to so many doctors. Um, Years and, of doctors. Yeah, and not knowing. And then it was just this one thing. It's just so crazy what inflammation in the body can do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's move on to your second defining moment. Okay. So second defining moment was probably when, well, it was for sure when I was asked to become CEO of Cycle. Um, so Cycle uh, was born kind of seven years ago. Um, and I got, a, I got involved in the concept phase. So um, a friend of mine was doing the PR for them. They hadn't really finished the concept yet. And they asked me to just give my view on what the brand should look like, what it should feel like, like what food they should stock, you know, just, just really small things. And I went for a meeting with um, a few members of the board. And because I'm so passionate about fitness and health, um, I thankfully got asked to stay on as a consultant. So I was a consultant for about six months. We opened probably three months into that. And then 
some stuff happened with the management team and I was on holiday in Costa Rica surfing and I got a call from one of the board members and he said, you're up kid. So I was like, well, what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> and he was like, we, we need you to step in and be CEO. And I was like, what? I'm a nutritionist. Like I run my own clinic. I don't know. Like there's, there's, there's no way. So I came back from Costa Rica and we went for lunch and he was like, look, your vision is what we want. Um, and we, we're going to back you. And I just said, yes. And I, my head was saying, no, I didn't have the experience, but I knew that the vision is like what I live for. And this was a once in a lifetime moment that I could say yes and see what happened or say no and always think, what if I had said yes? So I said yes. And um, I became CEO after being a consultant with them for just a few months and no training in business, no training in finance, just really having a clear view of what the brand should be and what the people would need. Um, so that was my number two for sure. I mean, that, of course, obviously changed my entire life again. Oh my God, I had no idea. Yeah, nobody knows that, but, but that, that's actually how it happened. That is so fucking cool. Yeah. I really love that. When they asked me, like, there was no mission, there was no vision, there was no values, there was no principles, there was no real concept. Like, when I asked them, like, what are you trying to do? What, like, who are you? They're like, well, we're, we're trying to sell, sell bike, like sell, sell seats. So I was like, I mean, well, that, that's not very inspiring. <laughs> and they were like, oh, well, what would you do? And I kind of then went on a rant um, for, I don't know, hours. What did you say? I want to know. Well, look, I, I talked about. I just want to check quickly in case anyone listening doesn't know what cycle is, just oh, yeah. to explain really quickly that it's just the, the best spin studio in London, but it's spin like no other. It's yeah. a dance and it's a full body workout and it's a community. And I mean, I'm not even doing it justice, but. It's yeah. basically like an, I would always say it was the best fun you could have sober. It's like a nightclub on a spin oh, bike. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, carry on. <laughs> no, fine. Um, yeah. So, 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 so again, back then, this was seven years ago, um, there was no boutique fitness and there, like, I think the Berries guys had just launched here. There was try yoga and there was nothing else. Um, and people when I moved here, I was like, who wants to go spinning? And people would be like, why would you want to do that? That like, they, they, they looked at me like I was mad. Like, why would I want to a exercise and B why, like, how can we then go have some wine? Because you can't work out and have wine. It's one or the other. Like you're either healthy or you have fun. You can't have both. And so <laughs> I just started to like, to talk about how fitness here is just, wrong because people see it as a punishment and they only think about it in r relation to the number on the scale. And we had to break free from that and really get people hooked on the transformative power of movement. And, and then also London is such a lonely place. I mean, I'm from Canada and Canada, look, it's small, but it's very friendly. And I just felt when I moved here, I was so alone and fitness was the thing that like, I think I met all my friends either on my swim team or at my tennis club or at my gym. And here I didn't have any of that. And I just felt so isolated and fitness is 
something that people really, really, they connect with because you lose your stress. It's a shared experience and you just have fun. So I just talked about what I thought the brand should be and what we we should stand for and that we could never talk about weight. We could never talk about calories. We could never talk about the, the inches that you'll lose because that is just, um, reinforcing all the negative um, stereotypes with fitness. And at first it was really hard because the, like all the journalists were like, how many calories will you burn? And all the ones <laughs> was like, when will I lose weight? And I was always trying to shift them to talking about, it's going to make you happier. And this, this is what it does to your brain. And, this, you know, and it was hard, but finally, finally, I kind of feel like cycle led the movement in, in movement for joy and movement for happiness and movement for your mind. And that makes me super happy because that's always what I wanted. One of the things that I really, um, I took away from my, my swim team is that it was the place I just went to feel stronger because my parents had a bad marriage and my dad was an alcoholic. And so I always felt like I needed to go somewhere else to feel good. And as soon as I would start swimming, all of the stress, it just would fall away. And you, you just feel strong. You win a race, you feel strong, you get faster, you feel strong. And we have the power to make our, our day better, make our year bit better. And so many people don't understand that. And you can get so much of that through fitness. Um, and so that's what I wanted to help share. Oh my God. I actually love you. I feel so inspired listening to you. You articulate what fitness should be or of what fitness really is for so well and I think actually when I think about it I'm like what you actually had a massive challenge on your hands because seven years ago in London it was all about parties oh there was no no quinoa I mean there was nothing and you're so so right it was you're either fun or you're not exactly And and I totally remember that I mean that was definitely like at the height of my sort of drug days and whatever else I remember thinking I remember going spinning but for me spinning was it was a way to just so that I could basically um sweat out the alcohol and then or you can drink more exactly and then when I came to cycle I remember thinking this is really fun actually maybe I would rather do this on a Friday night like I actually feel good um, or so maybe we'll do both, right? There are so many people who come on a Friday and then they get changed and they go out. But that wasn't yeah. normal culture then. Like people would, would say, why would I exercise if I'm just going to be bad? So like they used it as a thing. There was like this tally. Okay, eight badly one day, must must exercise next day. Eight badly this day. And it's just not about that. It's not about that at all. And you're never going to be healthy and you're never going to be happy if that's how you view it. Never. I love that. So what happened in those seven years? Because you must have seen such, well, firstly, growth within the company itself, but such a shift in the whole health industry, in fitness, in the way that people perceived fitness. So all those things that you went in wanting to achieve happened both for Cycle, but really in London as a, and, you know, 
arguably in the UK as a whole, this kind of yeah. movement. So um, how did you feel as to being at the forefront of that? Um, look, I was always just really happy that, that it was happening. And there was a part of me that was frustrated um, because, look, what I felt like is it would gain some of the momentum and then then it would kind of fall back on itself and say, well, actually it's shown that if you exercise, you do gain weight. So you kind of would, would be seeing these really mixed messages in the media. So one day people would be, be like, Oh, we should do cardio. And then one day it's like, cardio is bad. And, and I was like, just stop reading all of that stuff. You just need to look at yourself and how you feel when you exercise or when you don't. And like, that should be enough to know that it's something that's good. Like, I mean, we all inherently know that you have to move your body to be healthy and to feel good. Um, so it, it's not something that I feel you need to prove or to back up with evidence, but I do find the UK is often quite skeptical with that. And so it's like they, they wouldn't fully engage until there was the evidence that showed you that that actually, yes, you, you, you can exercise for happiness. Um, so I was always really happy that it was happening. And I was always really happy that I got to be a part of the conversation, but I was frustrated. It didn't happen sooner just because I know how many people it could have helped. Um, especially in the winter months here when people have the anxiety and low energy and loneliness is a thing here, right? Like it's tough. Totally. You know, I always, I always get asked by people, um, on my Agni Aunt Sundays about, um, how to cope with moving to a new city and feeling lonely. And I do always say exactly that is join a fitness class, become part of a fitness community because it is a time like no other where you really, uh, you, your guards are down you're just there no makeup no airs yeah. and graces you're all in it together letting yeah. your inhibitions go and just moving your bodies and I think that's such a great experience that is it's therapeutic it's I mean it's so yeah. therapeutic yeah and you can have rooms where someone's an athlete and someone is 65 and someone has done four classes and someone's done 400 and one person is in tears because they've just lost someone and one person is happy because they've just got their new job and the experience is individual but it's still with other people so you can go there and do what you've got to do that day to feel good yes. and you don't have to be alone while you do it and the music is there so you just get you, you can just let go and I think that there are very few things that you can do but by yourself that can transform how you feel so mm. quickly apart from fitness and food right yeah oh my god you make me just want to get on a bike so bad I'm like oh my god I'm just like I miss being in spin classes that oh, it just know, right? it, it's not just spin classes I miss being at cycle because it, yeah. oh the last time I went it was so sweet there was this um couple in front of me and they started holding hands oh god yes. in the end and I was almost crying it was so beautiful like holding hands across the bike and I put it on my insta stories being like this cutest thing just happened and then someone was like that was my friends they said they saw you there and I was like oh I love this community and um yeah it's such a special place I just want to touch on the fact that you were CEO having had no experience and I think 
that that is such a great thing for people to hear because I think more than ever we're really seeing that actually having sort of certain qualifications aren't always the thing that is the most important. And I really, when I look at people that I hire for my team and um, around me, I think the most important thing is drive, vision, um, and passion. And I think you can't underestimate that. And I think when people go into new jobs, for example, and they think everybody gets imposter syndrome at the start, right? Everybody thinks, fuck, there's no way I can do this. You thought it. You're like, I can't, I'm not a CEO. I I felt that way for three years. I I mean, literally was like super successful, but, but like, oh my God, I think I'm doing everything wrong. So how do you, what's your tip for someone with imposter syndrome? Because so many people feel like, feel that way. Um, it's just, it's just normal, right? Like, I mean, you don't need to know everything. So when I became CEO, a, I thought that you kind of had to be a finance guy to be CEO. Um, you still need a finance function, but you don't need to do finance yourself. Right. So I think it's just about, you need to let go of the idea that as CEO, you need to know everything and do everything because that doesn't even make sense anyways. You you need to know how to build a good team. You need to have a vision and you need to be super clear on your purpose, but you don't need to know it all and you're going to learn and you're going to learn super fast mm. and you're going to do loads of stuff wrong, but that doesn't mean you can't keep going. Um, you just need to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's pretty simple, right? But like, I remember um, right after I became CEO, I mean, I was panicked because we were about to start to build our second site. And I went from kind of doing functional medicine in clinic to managing the building team and, you know, the M&A and the tendering for the construction and I was like this little girl at a table of 12 men and they were talking about hundreds of thousands of pounds and I was just sweating constantly like I literally felt like I was gonna have a panic attack so I remember finally I was freaking out and I called one of the board members and I was like you just need to tell me like how to be CEO like what do CEOs do like you just need to tell me because you haven't told me yet and (laughs) he he was literally like you need to chill out. All CEOs do is make loads of decisions every single day. That's it. And at the end of each week, you have to look back and look at what went well and what went badly. And you just, you adapt. And I was like, but like, what's the job description? And it's that. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But tell me seriously. Specifically, which decisions and how do I make? And he was just like, shut up. Like, calm down. You're hysterical. So I was like, oh my God. I love that. And and it's true. You just learn. And one of the things that that I can say is you're never going to be good at running your business. You'll know this. If you're afraid of doing something wrong, you're going to fail because you're going to do something wrong. You're going to do so many things wrong, but you need to learn from them really quickly. And then you need to grow. And I find that the people and the team that I've worked with who were probably the least successful are people who are really terrified to make those errors or, or tell you that they've made an error because that they feel ashamed or they feel like they're not good enough because that just halts their growth and then they never learn. But 
we make mistakes every single day, right? I do, you do, we all do. So you just need to put that aside because you need to look at those as the opportunities for you to grow and to learn more. Exactly. God, you are just spouting wisdom. I love this. Oh my God, I'm honestly so excited for people to hear this episode already. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why united healthcare offers a variety of flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more so whether you're between jobs coming off a parent's plan or even missed open enrollment you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, it's Ben Bidwell here, otherwise known as The Naked Professor. I'm popping up to say the brand new series of The Naked Professor's podcast is now live. We're all about having deep and vulnerable discussions about what's really going on and how people are really feeling and dealing with the challenges in their lives. Each episode features a round table of incredible guests. You can expect to hear things like this. You know, the father I was a year ago is different to the father I am now. Past months have been more up and down than I've ever experienced. My stress levels have been elevated since the show came out. I've been working really hard to try and hold the good and the bad in my life at the moment. These conversations are more important now than ever before. So if you want to tune in, and subscribe to the Naked Professors podcast wherever you found this one. Let's go on to your third defining moment. Okay, so my third defining moment was I was, um, I think I was my fourth year of being CEO. And for the first three years, it was just the most intense three years of my life. Um, my fiance and I had split up. And my, my nan had passed away and I was working, you know, every single day. I hadn't had a holiday for like two and a half years. Um, and I just found being, being CEO, just so all consuming at that. Finally, one day I just, I got up to go to teach because I also taught and I, I fainted and I ended up in hospital with severe pneumonia and I was in hospital for seven days. And I was laying there being like, how, how am I here? I'm a naturopath. I'm a nutritionist. How have I let myself get this run down, this spent that I basically had a breakdown? Um, and so I went away to the Mayor Clinic 
in Austria. Oh yeah, um, I love that place. Yeah, you've been. Yeah, I yeah, love I mean, it. It's, it's just fabulous, right? So I went there, and my friends thought I was mad because they were like, "You need a holiday, not like a." So I was like, no, 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 I need to go and heal. Like I need to sleep mm. and I need to have IVs and I need to have like, so I went and I came back and the, the, the change I felt in seven days after three years of just, um, no sleep and exhaustion was unbelievable. So I came back and I felt so strong and I decided that as my schedule probably wasn't going to change anytime soon, I was going to go back year on year to make sure that I stayed healthy. So the following year I went back, um, but I actually hated it. Not because I hate the mayor. It's fantastic, but I hated it because I went when I was well. And the first time I went when I was sick. So because I, I was well, I was just kind of I was kind of bored. Like I really wanted to do more fitness. I really wanted it to feel more chic, not like the clinic where you can't speak while you eat and you're by yourself. And that's when I thought that people really needed a modern version of a solution for their health. Um, and that's when I decided to start Arta, which you've been to, which is my, my health and, and retreat. Literally the best retreat ever. Yeah. Um, and then within a few months from, from coming back from mayor the second time, and you're going to love this slash laugh at me, but I went to Tony Robbins live. And oh my God, stop. What yeah, was it like? I, oh my God. It was unbelievable. So I took the cycle team. I took um, nine people from Cycle. And we fabulous. Loving life. We were chanting and jumping up and down and going oh like doing it was unreal. But one of the things that he was talking about was how he just wants to do all the things that he loves. And so he has seven companies. And I've always thought like Cycle is so time consuming that I could never do more than one thing. That they're, like they're, there's no way. But I kind of left that thinking I absolutely can. And so the combination of what I went through with my own health, um, going to mayor the first time, going the second time and really feeling like I wanted to launch my own kind of modern version and then feeling like I could, once I did the Tony Robbins, I decided that we were just going to go. And so we started to look for a site and we found one within six weeks. I mean, it was spooky how perfect the site was and how fast it it happened once we made the decision. And we just, we just went, we hired a team and we started. I love that. You know why I love it? Because it's so much to be said for just doing it, having an idea and just acting on it. And I think that's where a lot of people um, struggle. And I think a lot of that becomes out of fear. You know, there's just such a fear of what if I lose money? What if it doesn't work? What if it goes wrong? What if it's not a success? But, you know, if you look at all the great businessmen or high achievers, it's not that they have these exceptional ideas. It's just that they execute them well, that they think of it and they go, right, let's just do it. And there's always time. And I think that, that that's the thing is we always make excuses out of fear yeah. that we're too busy, we don't have enough time, but really it's because we're, we're actually just scared that we'll try and it won't work. But totally. if we let go of the fear, 
that we all are, are, we will always find time for the things that we love. Always. And I think one of the things that really made me go for it is that like, I, I'm probably the most well-versed um, person in lifestyle, health, nutrition that you could find. And I ended up where my clients were when they would come see me. I was burnt out. I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't taking supplements. My stress was through the roof. My hormones were out of balance, you know? So I was like, if I can get here and I know it all, like, how do we expect other people who haven't gone to school for eight years to, mm -hmm. to learn about it, to be able to navigate it? And I just thought that there was nothing that really talked about health the same way cycle talks about fitness. And the thing I love about how we talked about fitness with cycle is we just made it something that you got to do that there, like, it's just not a question. You, you need to have fun. You need to have energy. You need to have health. And because of that, you, you need to move. And it's kind of the same thing with nutrition and your body and finding out if your hormones are intact or the amount of young females I meet who tell me within five minutes minutes that their gut is out of whack. I mean, you can't live like this. So I just feel like people have all these ailments, they have all these symptoms and they have nowhere to go where they feel it's like, okay to talk about it, or it feels chic, or it feels modern. Um, and they don't fix it. And then it gets worse every year. And every year that goes by, it becomes harder to fix. Right. And so you don't want to be like, oh, I'm 40 now, but actually my gut problem started when I was 26, which is so common. Right. Mm. Um, so you, it's just one of those things. I just knew that it was something that people needed. Um, so I really wanted to, to get it done. And then once I kind of went through what I did and then I went to, went to Tony, I was like, I'm doing it. It's happening. And you fucking did it. I did it. And it's absolutely wonderful. It's I've been, I went, I think I was, was I in the first group of people that went yeah first group. yeah mm -hmm. it is stunning I mean oh, it's absolutely beautiful and it really has mm. all the elements of a retreat that you could possibly ask for um, but it still feels chic not like you're... oh my god like so yeah. chic. like it's it's like what you would book for a luxury holiday but then it's a wellness yeah. retreat and that's the thing that you don't often get you don't get the boat exactly. you don't get yeah. both um yeah. So, yes, everybody listening, you have to go check out Arta. There are pictures on my Instagram if you scroll down as well because it's oh, so, you. so beautiful. Um, well, what we're doing now is we're launching kind of the at home because obviously things have changed with um, with the virus and yes. we want to make sure that we can still help people be healthy at home. So we're launching in the winter um, our online um, consultations and we have ebooks and programs that you can download some are self-led some will be in person so that will all be coming as well in january Rian, i have to ask you because we are in these covid times and mm -hmm. <laughs> it has really really affected the fitness industry and and beauty and everything else and you know there is it's it's so sad because classes are a big part of fitness and going to class and having that community. How do you feel about, um, how are you feeling about fitness in these times? How can people get the most out of it at, at home? Um, do you, when do you think that 
classes will return to normal. I'm just interested to hear your take on it. Fitness and health are basically what everybody should be spending their, their time on because we've all seen that the worse your health is, the worse your, um, state of fitness and health, the higher your risk of complications, right? So what we really need to be talking about is what are the things that are within our control that we can do to protect ourselves from not only getting the virus, but getting severe um, complications if we do get it. So that is taking care of your health. In terms of how to cope with doing that at home, Look, the great thing about all the fitness brands and and health brands and nutritionists in London is that they're so passionate and they're so kind of um, the dedication to their purpose is so high that there's so much that you can you can do. There's free classes, there's paid for platforms. So there's, you can still be as healthy or healthier um, as you were before lockdown you you can still join run clubs you can still still do cycle at home or you you can do someone else at home but there's there's so much that's on offer now that is making fitness far more um accessible than it was this time last year so that's actually a positive right yeah absolutely because we 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 would always um, get asked like when are you going to come to Manchester or to Ireland or to Scotland. And we're kind of like, never. <laughs> um, and it, it sucked because we, we want to be able to help as many people as possible. But now you can do any fitness concept from wherever you are, which is incredible. So I think it's about trying to look on the bright side and, and find look the key to fitness, whether it's at home or on a site is you need to find something that you love. You, or you're not going to, you won't make the commitment. So look, it's harder with spitting and things where you need a piece of kit, but there will be other things that you love, whether it's your dance uh, cardio or it's bar or it's power yoga or it's your berries. You'll be able to find something that you love that makes you f- feel good. So you just need to find it and start. Absolutely. I, I, I love that answer your questions. I'm not sure. No, it did. It did. And I'm actually loving at home workouts now. Yeah. Um, I For moms, they're fantastic. Right. I will. I will. I have. And I, I obviously I did lots of yoga lives with, um, Chris Chris as well. Who's head of, head of, uh, yoga at cycle. Um, Mm. fantastic. I mean, all your teachers are just amazing and, um, and all very, you know I think from what I've seen on insta stories a lot of them really they started their journeys at cycle very young and they all seem very grateful for you to because you've given that a lot of them this opportunity to find these new career paths and I think it's so beautiful to see oh thank you yeah we I never wanted to find people who were the stars what we wanted to find is people who had who fit the personality of what we wanted cycle to be and then so like that's one and then two is do they have the drive and then if yes then it's like all right let's make them and then you train them and then you they 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 already have all the raw materials that makes a great 
instructor. And yeah. um, we always wanted to find them because those are the people that people just, they love because they're real people and they, they can build such an authentic sense of community because they're, they're real and they, they're, they're doing it because they love it. Not because this brand pays this and this brand pays this. They love what we do and they are really attached to our mission. Absolutely. And I think that's a great lesson for anyone listening, really, that yeah. if you love it, that is more important than anything else. So totally, do sure. what you love and just do it with everything that you've got. And then yeah. the rest oh, will figure nice. itself out. Yeah. Um. So before I let you go, I have 10 quick fire questions for you. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So your most memorable book. My most venerable book, this is probably really dull, but it's um, Wherever You Go, There You Are by John Kabat-Zinn. And Mm -hmm. it's because I read it and it was like the first time I understood how important mindfulness and just owning your shit is. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to try that one. I need a good new book. Yeah, Um, it's really good. Okay, favorite quote. You can't eat an elephant in one sitting. Oh, that's brilliant. Right. So that's Look, that's basically things happen, and we expect to to get over them in like three days. And actually, you can't eat an elephant in one like that. Shit takes time. That I is love that quote. So good. I love love that. And yeah. I've never heard it before. Thank you. Yes. Um, most influential mentor. Um, it's probably my husband. Oh. Yeah. My my husband was the one who asked me to be CEO. Um and. He's fantastic because he's super tough on me, but he's also someone who is so supportive and knows how to get the best out of me. So it's this mix of real talk um, when I need it and support when I need it. So that's been... Love that. What more do you want? Sounds perfect. Um, Your go-to feel-good film. Oh, I I love Shakespeare in Love. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a nice one. We haven't had I mean, that. I mean, it ends with sad, but it's just such a great movie. Um, a moment where you felt most proud? Um, I'd say probably, um, and this is a bittersweet one, but when I announced that I was leaving Cycle, so I was so sad, but then I just got this outpouring of love from people who said mm-hmm. how much Cycle has changed their lives and how much I've changed their life and I wasn't prepared for that and it really it blew me away and I just felt so proud and so thankful oh well you you should I've been I've been reading it and seeing it myself and you really have touched so many people and changed so many lives you you should be very proud of yourself it's it's really so incredible oh a song that cheers you up um hand in my pocket by Alanis Morissette Oh my god! Super old school. Super old school. Um, top tip for dealing with stress: exercise, exercise, exercise. Yes, yes. Um, First three things you do when you wake up. I mean, I don't really have three now that I have a baby, but I make coffee and then I feed my baby, and then it's all baby, (laughs) as you know. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Coffee is essential for anything. Yeah, Um, that and then baby. Yeah. <laughs> Your guilty pleasure. Oh, this, this one's a little hard for me. It, it really depends how I feel, but I love baking. So 
um, mm. is baking, baking anything. Yes. I love to find healthy ways to make things that are usually really unhealthy. So like on Saturday, I made a fudge cake and it was so good. Isn't your banana bread like famous? Yes. Yeah. And my fudge cake, me? no dairy. Like it's amazing. Oh my yeah. gosh. I'm in. Um, so good. One thing you'd like to achieve in the next year. I want to open Arta Clinic in London. <gasps> yeah. Yes. I said it. Oh my God, you said it. Yep. Now it's going to happen. It. It's happening. I'm manifesting, Roxy. You absolutely are. It's in the universe now. Step one, yeah. we are in your vision. Done. You do right. it. I'm first person you call to share good news. I mean, it's cheesy, but my husband. Oh, it's not cheesy. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have been such a wonderful guest. I oh, I love talking so- to you always. Oh, I feel like I always learn so much from you. You really, really do inspire me so much. Um, Thank you. I really, I, I absolutely look up to you and just think, wow, you are, you've got your shit together and you know so much and you're so knowledgeable and you teach people what you know in a way that is so um, attainable and it's so easy to understand and... I just think that that is a really hard skill to have sometimes, you know, when you have a lot of knowledge to be able to give it in a way that is easily received, that's a real art. So um, thank you you so much for sharing your wisdom and for coming on the moments that made me. Uh, Thank you so much. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.